Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Thursday morning. I had one of those nights where I I thought I was sleeping well, but then I woke up this morning and usually after I make my coffee, and you know I grind my beans because I like how fresh they taste. Mm -hmm. I can tell the difference. But after I grind my beans and make my first pot of coffee and have my first cup, usually I get like this... Energy, this kick, and For some reason it hasn't happened today. I don't huh. know if like what what cycle of of like vibe I'm in, but it's like not happening. It hasn't mm. kicked in today. Did you ever have maybe it's your body just doesn't receive it the same way? I mean, for me, yeah, because it's like hormones could be different depending on what time of the month it is. All that stuff matters. But also, I'm thinking more like the moon and the stars and like Mercury in retrograde. Like maybe that's affecting uh, you. Is it in retrograde again? I don't know. I'm just Tanya. Is it in retrograde again? These are all the things. I hold I hold you responsible, Tanya Rad, for this retrograding <laughs> all the time. It's like it's nonstop, <laughs> perpetual retrograde. Uh yeah. I, I I don't know, but I get bummed. It's funny. I get bummed. When I don't get the coffee buzz that I want, maybe I get, you like, didn't make it strong enough. I make it really strong. Like I bold that, and I it's only like I make like, a, I take a a twelve cup pot and make it for four. In other words, okay, yeah, it's really <laughs> strong. I'm saying, I'm I want saying. to taste that. Maybe you're one bean less this morning. I don't know, Tiny. You'd like to taste my coffee? Uh, yeah, I would love. that. I would not. I would have a heart attack. Look up Pachamama. That's the coffee bean I use, Pachamama. Oh, I know. I saw it in your video. Oh, you follow me? Yes, I double tap. I comment on all your stuff. Huh? She see. knows you. What is your What is your code name? I never. I didn't know it's you. It's What's... just Tanya Rad. Oh, I don't see you. I don't see you come up. I know you never see yes, our stuff. We always like tag you and don't do all these things, and we're like, "Oh, did you see you? I put you in my stories," and you're like, "I didn't see it." <laughs> you don't, I don't need you to put me in my stories or me put you in your stories. I'm right here every day in matter. your life. Well, you tag your friends. Wait, can we go? Yeah, tag oh, your friends. So can we go back to the dream I had about you? Yeah, sure. I'm scared. Go ahead. No, it was good. You got. You were engaged in my dream. Why <laughs> Love that, that Tanya there. dreams about you being engaged. <laughs> and she says that's good. 
I've been actually having I've been having a lot of nightmares the last couple nights. I think when you're sick, you get nightmares. I don't know, but it's been like really intense. So your dream that I had about you was the last one I had that was good. <clears throat> and why did I get engaged? Uh, I don't know why, but you got engaged and um, Sisney was there and the, the, we were out to lunch and um, people were saying congrats. It was still kind of under wraps, but somebody was like on there was like somebody on a boat, a very like old woman on a boat. And it was a small boat. It was like a like a with the rowers, you know, like a like rowboat, a canoe, okay. canoe, <laughs> like a canoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was yelling at you, and she was like, "Congrats on the engagement. She's beautiful." <laughs> no, it wasn't your mom. It was someone else. And and you were like, "Oh no, it's not her." And then, uh, who, but you what? didn't want to say who it was out loud because it was somebody specific. And I'm not going to blow you up here. I can text you the initials. <laughs> and. Not well, real. This is a dream. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, I know, but still. I, very, I, I know like, who you were real. dreaming about. I'll put it in our group chat. But oh, yeah, so the woman thought that you were engaged to one of us because you were having lunch and you were. she was like, she's beautiful. And you were like, no, actually, thank you. But, but is this like you some... projecting that you are ready to be engaged? I think that's what yeah, it sounds like to me. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I think you just got the guys know. confused. Yeah. I this don't know, all of, but it was... It was mm. This is all about you being receptive to that moment. And the woman, she was, you know, she was out on the boat. She couldn't tell who was who, obviously. Yeah. Uh, she gets that. Actually, the reason she's, like, so energetic is she canoes every day yeah. at 3 o'clock. Yeah. You know, right around the wrap of our long lunch. So she's ripped. And so, you know, jacked. <laughs> mm -hmm. And a uh, lovely woman right out of the valley, but right. moved to Santa Monica just because she yeah. wanted to see air. I'm glad that you have these dreams. It could be the medication you're taking. I don't know. but it, <laughs> But it says you're ready for something. Opening day in Major League Baseball. The Angels open tonight at home, playing Houston, and the Dodgers play tomorrow in Denver. We have got heat. I mean, it's going to be maybe 100 degrees in some places in Southern California. I have Ryan's Roses after 7. Becky G, who's going to be at Wango Tango, checking in after 7 o'clock. And interesting, our friend Kristen Cavallari mm -hmm. said she's finally now just getting through her breakup and feeling okay about a relationship, right, Tanya? Yep. And so my question to you is that I want you to think about how long was the longest amount of time it's taken you to get over a heartbreak? Haven't you just asked us this and I said I never do? Susan, doesn't that ring a bell? I they all blend together sometimes. Um Right, but doesn't it ring a bell that I said I don't it, think I no, ever yeah, really get over any of them? No, it was like, how soon would you get back into a relationship after you broke up with somebody? And I was like, oh, for me, it was two weeks with Michael. But it wasn't no, necessarily heartbreak. I'm positive you asked me, when do I get over somebody? And I said, I don't ever truly get over anyone. Mark would know. Mark probably knows the date. Mark, Mark would know. I'm looking it up. Well, what do you look up? Like, why is there a system? Yeah, what he has, I do he has system? this gnarly system, Ryan. It's like, <laughs> what's the system? Yeah. He just searches the. He has keywords words. that he attaches yeah. to all of the things we do on the radio, and then he what? finds what? dates uh, that we're seeing. I think it was house? Jason Momoa, and she asked, "How long after a breakup would you date someone, or does the limit not exist?" Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the wrong system. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I positive I told you that I don't ever truly get over any long relationships I've had. I don't remember you saying that actually. I, watch I that don't now. either. And honestly, we should really talk about that. That might be holding you back. I don't think uh, he's held back because right, well, you get into relationships. Let's talk about Kristen. She's on my mind. What's going on with Kristen? <laughs> okay, so Kristen Cavallari, she did this Q and A on Instagram, but I also want to 
just point out that uh, TMZ posted these photos of her and Tyler Cameron making out. And I love Kristen because she just doesn't let like the media talk about her. She then went and posted a picture of them on her own Instagram because it was for a photo shoot mm -hmm. for Uncommon James. So it was like they were posting a picture making it seem like it was something, but it's really not. But anyways, the most asked question on her Q&A was, are you dating? And she said, I've honestly needed this past two years to work through some heavy stuff. I dated a little here and there, but no one's serious. I'm finally in a place where I'm ready for a relationship. So basically it took her two years to get over this, whatever was going on, the heavy stuff with Jay Cutler, her ex. But she was also asked if she was happy. And she said, I am. This is the first time in my entire life I can truly say that. So I wanted to flag these two things because it was a big takeaway saying she's happier now single than she was in her marriage so to me that says mm. oh, marriage doesn't wow. always equal happiness i uh, yeah well, I mean, yeah if it doesn't work out then it's not so happy but i know but i think it's important because i think there's this kind of facade or there's this oasis idea that people think you know marriage equals happiness when that's not yep. necessarily the case and that it took her two years to recover from that heartbreak two Marriage Years. does not equal happiness. You get married because you're happily in love. Is she getting married again? She says she's open to getting married again. And then she also said um, people asked if she would have more kids. She has three kids now. She said her heart is full, but she would be open to having one more. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I feel like we know her a little bit. I'm not so sure she would feel like marriage is the end game. I think she just would want to be in a trusting, loving, committed relationship. Yeah. I think. She did say she's open to marriage again. Mm -hmm. All right, how long does it take you to get over somebody, Tanya? Like never. It's so hard. Right. The That's worst. Point. It is the worst. I think that I don't know if I'm being honest. I don't know if I ever truly get over the longest relationship. Because I've, I've gotten over all my exes. Long you're gone. You're a different person than us. <laughs> it's it's not so much the person because I'm over the persons. It's the it's the it's the the sting and the the insecurities the that that breakup leaves you with. Yeah, sure. Not so fun this conversation. Um, <laughs> yeah, can we, Maybe we should get Kristen yeah, Cavallari on the show. Booker, Booker. call Amy Sugarman. She talks to her all the time. Let's talk to her about it. Is she would she want to get married again or just it's not as important? I wonder if it becomes less important after what she's been through. Booker, have her come on. Happy to talk to her. All right, let's get into the morning act. Then I have a motivating quote of the day here first. Uh, it is spring cleaning season. Mistakes, they say, very common when it comes to spring cleaning. Too many cleaning products. Using too much creates a residue that traps in the grime. Ew. In the bacteria. Grime is a word that I find unattractive. Right. What about grime. moist? Also unattractive. <laughs> Using your dish sponge to wipe down the kitchen. That thing has so much bacteria on it. I know it does, but I still use it because I'm lazy. Uh, I do not. I do. And dusting last, you're just moving dust from one place to another. It's best to clean top to bottom and vacuum last. Oh, oh the vacuum last is interesting. You know, the smell of a vacuum is like mm -hmm. so satisfying. To, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> smell of a vacuum, like cleaning yeah. and smelling the vacuum cleaner machine or whatever mm -hmm. makes that aroma is so satisfying. I know. And if I can make the lines perfect mm -hmm. in the carpet. Yeah. So satisfying. A smooth, like zigzag design. Oh, yeah. And then I do a little spin at the end with my oh, okay. vacuum cleaner and the cord. How's Georgia like with Mrs. the vacuum? Doubtfire? 
Yeah, like Miss Doubtfire. Georgia does not mind the vacuum cleaner. She doesn't? It's good. No. Hey, the person, this is quote of the day. The person you are becoming will cost you people, relationships, and material things. Choose that person over everything. Choose you. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Becky G. Ryan's roses. I mean, this is all like minutes out. Let's go. Headline, Sissini. Well, speaking of Coachella, actually, two days after Ye dropped out of Coachella, the music festival has two new headliners. Taking Ye's place will be The Weeknd and EDM trio Swedish House Mafia. The festival announced on Twitter yesterday the performances are scheduled for the two Sundays during Coachella. Road closures started yesterday in downtown Long Beach ahead of this weekend's Acura Grand Prix. It kicks off tomorrow and will take over downtown Long Beach all weekend. The annual event, which returns to its usual spring dates, had just raced through Long Beach in September after being postponed due to the pandemic. Now get this, this is a crazy story. So a woman won $10 million after pressing the wrong button on a lottery machine at a Tarzana supermarket last year. La Cadera Edwards put $40 into a scratcher's vending machine at a Vons in Tarzana back in November of 2021. While she was about to start selecting which game she wanted, she says some rude person bumped into her and that person bumping into her caused her to accidentally push the wrong number on the machine, which then ultimately, shockingly, she won $10 million. So I guess not so bad. And Rihanna has joined Forbes' annual billionaires list for the first time in her career. The 34-year-old officially reached billionaire status back in 2021. We all remember that, right? An estimated net worth of $1.7 billion. Re- stake in her Fenty Beauty, which, by the way, is the fastest-growing cosmetics line, makes up the majority of her wealth. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Becky G joining us now on KISS. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I just want to go back to a sec. I I watched the E-Red Carpet show, and I was watching you enter into the Oscars and then perform at the Oscars and I wanted to know, what is that like? When you look back at it, do you remember it? Do I? Rem- of course I remember it. Um, every second. I also remember that I couldn't breathe in my dress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fashion before Honestly, comfort. Oh, totally. Especially for my first time on an Oscars red carpet. I didn't matter what I was going to wear. I wasn't going to be able to breathe, period. Because I, for the first time felt so starstruck just by being at an event. I think it's different because music is like my element versus yeah. like the Oscars is like Hollywood, you right. know, like it's, ah. it's a different experience, I guess you can say. So for me, it was pretty wild because, you know, growing up in Inglewood, Hollywood is only a couple miles away, but metaphorically speaking, it always felt so far away. And with yeah. traffic, of course, it can be far away. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was really special for me. It was really special. Well, let me play some of that performance. Listen to this. From the Oscars. Joining the cast of Encanto. You know, when you see movie stars, and we still will see people every now and then, out, I say out in the wild, they look different to me in person than they do when I see them. And I can't figure out what it is. Maybe they're smaller? Or maybe it's just like, Probably. I don't, right? Yeah. Like, I think, I think people are, they look bigger to me when they're on the big screen. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think that's like the... Um... 
that's like the actor thing though you know it's like we see them as the character that they're playing yeah that's and true. so when you meet them in their true self it's like whoa but then it's also like oh i'm meeting you for the first time even though i thought i knew you you know right. which actually if you think about it with social media is kind of like how we all experience one another now mm, that's um true. But yeah, I was, I had a lot of those moments. I actually had that moment when meeting the Encanto cast, because wow. obviously as a Latina, I like to have a film like that and, and do the incredible things that it's doing. Um, and then to be a part of it and to be invited and to be like welcomed into their like familia was just like, yeah. it was very special. Well, you know, you mentioned growing up in Inglewood. And we're very excited to welcome you to our hometown show called Wango Tango at Kiss FM. I know. I'm so excited. It's going to be so special. You know, it's funny. I did the um, outside stage Wango Tango, my first performance ever, actually, um, as an officially signed artist. Wow. Yeah, it wow. was in the parking lot and my whole fam bam showed up. I was 15. <laughs> I was a little baby. And um, and I remember my first Wango Tango going to the concert. It was at it's now Dignity Health because my man used to play there. But um, at the time, I think it was Home Depot Center. It was even before yeah. that. It oh, was yeah. Name, yeah. It was yeah. named something else. And I had never been there before. And I remember like Demi Lovato performed <laughs> and like Jason Derulo was performing. And it was like the, <laughs> the coolest concert I had ever been to. So not to think that I'm going to be there is like it's a full circle. Moment that was, you know, that sure. year, the headliners were Avril Lavigne, Bruno Mars, Maroon 5 and Flo Rider. That was the wow. year that they were on the main stage and you were on the other stage. But now you're taking the main stage. In your That's hometown. Crazy. That's right. Hopefully your fan band will come see you for that show too. I Yeah. You best believe we will roll up for sure. Uh, and <laughs> Mommy with Carol G is taking the world by storm. That's got to be fun. It's super fun. Um, it's really special to share success with other peers who do what you do because Although, you know, today it's very easy to get caught up in numbers, whether it be the amount of streams a song gets or the amount of followers a person has or how many tickets you sell to a show. Um, it's still very lonely. Like this experience as an artist can still wow. be very lonely. And um, I got signed at such a young age. I was 14. And I think I was always just like hopeful that I'd like, you know, make friends along the way and, you know, get to share in these things because it, it means so much more. Uh, my, my godmother would always tell me sharing is caring. And so mm -hmm. I'd always apply that to everything that I did. And, and when mommy came along, it, it felt right. You know, me and Carol go way back. Um, you know, when she was Carol G from Colombia before she became the global international superstar that she is today. And, we had always talked about doing a song together. It was just a matter of when and and when is now and mm -hmm. it's doing what it's doing. And it kind of was like that serendipity of it all. It was just meant meant to be. Well, it is so great to see you. Happy for your success. It's definitely not an overnight success. You've been doing this yeah, for a long grinding. time, hustling, working mm -hmm. hard. Mommy with Carol G is out now. Tickets to Wango Tango on sale today, 10 a.m. Kiss Club VIP's remaining sale tomorrow, 10 a.m. Becky G is going to be there. Thanks for coming on. Great to see you. Same here. So lovely speaking with all you guys. Always good to see your faces. Good to see, see you, you. We'll see you Bye, at Wango. Becky. Bye. 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 Wango Tango. To think she was 15 when she was first there and probably, what, mid-20s now. Yeah. We've been doing it for a long time, cranking right. those shows out. If you listen to this show for Ryan's Roses, good news. We're almost there. 
We're about to launch Ryan's Roses. And this one, something bizarre happened while she was at the grocery store that led her down a rabbit hole. And she found what she believes is her husband. And she thinks she's, he's having an affair based on what she's discovered. So that's in a second. Shifting gears completely. It's National Burrito Day. Why do I bring this up? Because every day is a something day. But this is an important day, National Burrito Day. I was wondering, who's ranked to have the best burritos in California? That's a, that's a tough category to win. So Yelp recently named the best burrito in every state using a number of factors, including the total reviews and ratings over the past few years. Now, I know a lot of people love a breakfast burrito. I do too. Mm-hmm. But not if it's stuffed with potatoes and rice and beans. That's right. It's, it's like pick a carb. Pick one. Mm-hmm. It can have potatoes, but then no rice. No rice. But potatoes and rice to me, it, it, I, I lose the flavors. It gets too overwhelming. And too much potatoes is over. Like it needs to have the right ratio. And a mix. I also mm-hmm. don't love it when it's stacked. I like it when you mix it together. I agree. So the best burrito, they say, in California is at Jolisa's Tacos in Long Beach. They've been open 30 years. They offer burritos with your choice of meat. And I have Rudy of Jolisa's on the line with us now to tell us more. Rudy, thanks for coming on, and congratulations on Pacific between Hill and 23rd there in Long Beach for having the best-ranked burritos in California. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Of course, Rudy. I want to know why. What makes them special? Why do they rank so high? I, I honestly just think people enjoy good food. We try to make them as best we can. You know, starting from the rice, the beans, the meat. We really take a lot of time in making sure the meat is flavorful. Uh, I'm trying to take everything my mother and my grandmother showed me, my aunt Rosa in Mexico, and put that into everything I make. And, and do you have a an equal balance of ratio so it's not overstuffed with rice or something filling? Well, we try to uh, take one part meat, one part rice and beans, but of course the meat uh, scoop is a little bit bigger. Because, you know, you're paying for the meat, right? Yes. Uh, we have a onion cilantro and then salsa. And we mix it all throughout the burrito before we wrap it instead of just leaving See? all the rice to one side, all the beans to one side. That's my man. Because yeah. that's the, that makes a huge difference. Then when you mix it, you get equal flavor as opposed to layered flavor. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Every single bite is going to be just as delicious from the beginning to the end. Mm. And they got, they've got they got red salsa, green salsa, yellow salsa. Talking to Rudy of Jolisa's Tacos in Long Beach. They make the best burrito ranked by Yelp in the state of California. Which is the most popular? Uh, people are saying carnitas, but I really enjoy asada and al pastor. Yeah, asada the for asada me. asada is the one. Yeah, asada we take so much time to get it just right, and the al pastor just has so much flavor. I heard you had to stop online orders temporarily when the news came out that you guys ranked number one. <laughs> Yeah, we we didn't want to turn away the customers that drove all the way down here. So we're taking care of the customers that are in person first. And then if we have time, we turn on online ordering. But we really keep running out of food before we have time and turn it back on. So this all started from your family. Where in Mexico is your family from? Well, actually, we're all from Puebla. We're all from Puebla. uh, But I started cooking at a young age when I learned from my mom's taqueria, Taqueria Tijuana, which is in Los Angeles and Florence, Mm on Florence and Broadway. Mm -hmm. She taught me everything she knew. And then from there, I practiced and practiced and practiced. Then I learned a couple of things from my Tia Rosa in Mexico, my grandmother, about how to make food not just tasty, but really put your love into it. Yeah. Thinking about all those you're trying to feed. And that's what I try to do every time I cook. 
I have a lot of respect for everybody that works in the restaurant business, especially yeah. those working hard in the kitchens. Those are long, tough hours of putting on a show every day. So, Rudy, thank you for coming on. We look forward to trying the burritos sometime. Congratulations on this National Burrito Day. Thanks. Thanks again. Okay, brother. Be well. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. Bye. Mixing the ingredients. Key. Tony, if you're going to make a burrito for your boyfriend, mix the ingredients up so every bite has every flavor. Can I just say we need to have them come in with the food? We talk to them. <laughs> and I want to eat this burrito so bad. I know. <laughs> I think that's complacency on the booking department. Here. <laughs> I'm going to get on that. Yeah, I mean, please, somebody needs to push it, right? This status quo has got to go. All right, it's time for Ryan's Roses here, 102.7 KISS FM. So, Terry, you were at a grocery store, you say in the email the other day, the cashier whispered something to you, and the cashier said, watch out for your man? Yeah. Was your man with you? he, He was at the time. Um, he was like, there was like a special on something. So we were like, oh, let's get two for one. So he like stepped away to grab it. And she whispered to me because there were like other customers and was like, watch out. It, it sounded like watch out for your man. And I literally was about to be like, what? Like, can you explain? Like, this caught me very off guard. We yeah. go there all the time. Um, and so like she knows us. Like we usually go if she's there, we like go to her cashier lane Next thing I know, he's back. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to obviously bring it up and make a scene or anything because I don't even know what this means. So then you started to snoop, and what did you find out? So he he has changed all of his passwords. I mean, his email. Uh, and, oh, Without telling you? Thing. Yeah. And, and like we share everything like we are v- pretty open you know I- i'll go on his phone like if my phone's not near me that sort of thing like we know our passcodes that sort of thing um but it's he changed his passcode on his phone which that was a little alarming um but the biggest thing to me was that he logged out of his instagram okay which i i don't know why like why would anyone do that. It's just everything. My mind, I'm going crazy. Like I'm, it's very suspicious to me. This is not me. Like, I don't want to think this of him. You know, he's my husband. I, I love him. And I, it just seems so out of character. And I, I'm just, it has thrown me and I, I want to, I want to know. All right. Terry on the line. She thinks her husband is having an affair. Uh, let's see what we can find out now. Terry, we're going to call your husband now. I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call and then your husband's name on KISS FM. Go ahead. Ryan, you have my permission to call on KISS FM. Okay, we are going to do that now. Be very quiet. Let's see what we can find out. Remember, she was at the grocery store the other day and the cashier whispered, watch out for your man. And that has spooked everybody here. So here we go. Be very quiet, Terry. We'll see what we can find out. Uh, hello. Hi, is this Jim? Uh, yes. Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm calling from Culver City Blooms. How are you doing this morning? Uh, I'm good. 
Great. So what we're doing is we're offering local residents a promotion today, and it's a free dozen red roses that you can send to anybody that you'd like. We're just trying to promote our business. So if you like them, we hopefully tell your friends and family and then come back as a returning customer. But we don't need any cash from you. They're absolutely free. Um, just the name of the person you want to send them to. Uh, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Yes, my name is Jess. I'm calling from Culver City Blooms. We're new to the area. We're right on Sepulveda. You know where the, the Big Five and the Taco Bell are? Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So what we do every month is we pick somebody at random to give them a free dozen red roses, and that's you today, and you can send them to anybody that you'd like. They are free. I don't need credit card. I don't need cash. I don't need any information from you. Truly just your business if you want to return one day. That sending rose is is this that is this that radio segment, that roses thing? I, I, I feel like I've heard this before. <laughs> There's no... Are you serious? Is, did my wife put you up to this? Do, we, do you want to send flowers to your wife? <laughs> no, okay. Is this... Okay. Is, does my wife think I'm cheating on her? Is she on the line right now? Jim, you're on the radio. Terry, your wife is on the line. And yes, she okay. thinks that you are... Che- yes, she thinks you're cheating on her. Terry, do you want to tell him what you found out, what you saw, what you know, and why we're here? Yeah. Hi, babe. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, what's happening? What What's going on here? I'm so sorry. I, when we were, the other day, we went to pavilions like we usually do, and I, the cashier lady, the one we really love, made a comment to me about something that sounded like, watch out for your man, and I, I didn't know what was happening. I wanted to ask her more. I'm so thrown by all this and like have fallen into a crazy spiral. Like I, I didn't want to ask you because I knew you were just going to be like that woman. She's crazy. She doesn't know what she's talking about. And you, I noticed like you logged out of stuff and like you logged out of Instagram and you changed your The cashier at pavilions. Is that what you just said? The cashier at pavilions said something. And now, I'm getting calls about sending you. Re- this is ridiculous. Why would why would the cashier pavilions know anything about our marriage? I don't understand why you would make that leap. That's insane. We're in there all the time, and all I can think is that like you frequent it. Maybe like I don't know you. I'm thinking worst case scenario, like you took someone out there or were flirting with someone when you were there alone, and she saw something. I, I don't know. Babe, if I'm there. All the time. If I'm not saying I am cheating on you, but why would I take someone? I'm cheating. On, like that doesn't make sense. Why would I take that? It doesn't make sense at all. A, a random. What did she say exactly? She said, "Watch out for your man." So I got to tell you, Jim, your laugh sounds guilty. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know what that means. Exactly. To, well, Jim, I think I think it's a very nervous laugh. Yeah, there, there's reason to believe that something's going on. I mean, why would this cashier just volunteer that information if there wasn't something happening? It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, maybe I sound nervous because you just put me on blast randomly in the morning. I don't understand. Well, That's... are you cheating on your wife, Terry? No, of course not. That's so why ridiculous. did this woman? Why did this cashier raise the issue? I can't figure I have it out. No idea. I have Why did you no change idea. your passwords, bro? Mm-hmm. I I got I got an email for I don't know like two a, a Gmail sent me this thing that said my password may have been 
compromised, so I changed it. They have a, a two-step authentication thingy, and I, I just changed all my passwords. I don't got it. It's okay. normal. Why would you? Why would you not have told me that? Like we share certain accounts and stuff, and like I, I don't know. It's just it's my Gmail. I, I didn't think it was it together, that big of a deal. Well, putting it together on my end, it makes it seem like something is up, that you're not telling me something. That you're she, literally always, taking random like things. Tiffany. You know oh Tiffany, we, go to her, we literally go to her aisle all the time. She's super friendly to us. Why would she say this to me? And now I swear to God, when we go back there, she's so awkward. And like, is, I, I feel like she's avoiding us now. I think you're in your head, babe. You're literally taking random things and put them together to make it look like I'm shooting on you, and I'm, I'm not. All right, Terry, Jim, we're going to let you go. Terry, I think that's about all the information we can get. Uh, I wish you best okay. of luck with this. Thank Good you, Jim, luck. for talking to us, okay? Thanks, Ryan. Thank you, Terry. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. So I'm starting to not believe him. I don't know. Jim sounded to me like he couldn't – he knew that – first of all, he knew it was us. And I never know what to do, Sisney, when they call you out. I'm like, ugh. I feel like at some point I can't let him go without tummies on the air. Yeah, is this a is this a radio? Is this a radio? Is I this will a radio? I will try to drag it out as as long as I can. But the thing because... is, you do know something about this when he says that, right? Okay, and but... like the jig is up at that point. No, it's not. We could. You never know. You, you never know because I've been told. I'm not going to break our, character. Our, <laughs> I've been told by our company that certain point out. Well, that's on you. You jump in whenever you were told. Kind of not on me. (laughs) Kind of not on me. Kind of is. I will be in care. I will not break character until you break it. All right. Well, that's commitment. You're like the Jared Leto, Ryan's Roses. Oh, I love that. (laughs) What a compliment. Uh, All right. So anyway, Jim said, look, whoever has said to watch out for me, that's not what they said. You must have heard it wrong. And there's nothing going on, and I'm not cheating, mm-hmm. and why would I go to the grocery store with somebody else, and why, why, why? And I started to actually believe him, but Bianca and Wilmington, so you have a situation where they're married, and she gets tipped off that she's got to look out for her husband, and he can't believe it. it makes no sense to him. Why don't you believe him? Okay, well, first of all, the first thing she said was, I'm so sorry. Uh, that's what we as women need to stop doing. You know, why is she apologizing? He needs to apologize. And now the thing that gets me with him is that why did he change his phone password? Those don't get compromised. So I don't believe him at all. So his phone, he said his, yeah, he got an email or Gmail, whatever that said that his accounts may have been compromised or passwords compromised. Mm -hmm. Now, Tob, you're techie. Does that make any sense? Put your stretch band down. Getting your workout in over there. He's got stress bands today. I love. He brings equipment in. Yeah, he's working on his glutes. Yeah, I mean it's honestly not a bad idea. We're here for five, six hours. Stretch it out. Let me see that stretch band. (laughs) I literally look over and he's going like this. I got an ab dolly to bring into the office. This is from the gym. Those are good. That really gets your back. Oh, it's nice. So anyway, shoulder blades here. So did you hear what, did that make any sense, the compromising the passwords? Uh, it's a little odd. It seems I mean, odd. It's, it's odd. All right. Well, thank you, Bianca. I think your instinct actually makes sense now that you explain what he said that didn't make sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. You take care. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye. Huh. Now I feel like I left her, Terry, with oh. false hope. We did all we could.
No, but I think I did start to think he was making sense. But she, Bianca, makes a very good point. Sometimes relationships, even when I'm sitting and watching them, are just too confusing for me to put together. Oh, so confusing. His right? laugh said it all. He, it was a nervous laugh. He's lying. Huh. Yams go bad after three to five weeks. You talked about yams earlier. Watch out for those yams. I watch out for the yams. That's what Sissy so, thought that maybe the woman, the she said, watch out for the yams. Not watch out for your man. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> hey, I mean, what a public service and whisk, keep it right. down. Don't also, tell like, anybody. No cashier has ever anybody. said that to me. Or ever. maybe she was buying Pam. Watch out for the Pam spray. But why you know? watch out? What's Pam jumping out of the can? <laughs> chemicals, the chemicals. Chemicals, yeah, it but, could but explode. She just, uh, in just all randomly this heat. decides to tell you. It seems that that seems a bit odd. Okay. Or she could have confused her for somebody else's man. That's true. Well, that's possible. And it takes two years for Pam spray to go bad. I'm <laughs> All right. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. There's a, a, a story out today uh, about a new pill that men could take for birth control. And Sissy, you got some details on it. Go ahead. And when you think about, I feel like guys have two options when it comes to birth control. It's condoms or vasectomy. You know? Well, there's three options, True. but yes. Okay, abstinence, condom, or vasectomy. Well, there's four options. Well, then what's guess. the, what? Use your imagination. Go on. Oh. Wow, I did not. <laughs> Mr. Ryan John Seacrest did not think you were going to go there. So when it comes to women, <laughs> I feel like we bear the burden of preventing pregnancy, if I do, don't do say so myself, you know? <laughs> I think we've I lost don't think Sisney's yeah. think, yeah, I don't think Sisney's <laughs> think think thinking something, not thinking something. You know what I'm thing. thinking, Tanya? Yeah. What are you thinking? I'm not saying it. I can't yeah. say it. That's why I, I, I am shocked that you are not saying it. So why do you think she doesn't think what we're doing? Yeah, thinking? I don't understand, Tanya. I think Sisney thinks something diff, something worse. Because she said, Ryan Seacrest, I did not imagine. Okay. Oh, now I know what you're thinking she's thinking. I don't think she's thinking that. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking oh, that okay. I'm thinking that, but I wasn't thinking that. No, but what she's uh. thinking is probably what we're thinking, but we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so she thinks she knows what I'm thinking, but you're but wrong. The fact that you think she thought that <laughs> tells me more about what you're thinking, Tanya. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, let, let's let's stay in our lane. <laughs> let's move on. So when it comes to women, we've got pills, we've got patches, we've got IUDs. I feel like we take the burden of preventing pregnancy. But with men, birth control options now expanding, scientists have recently reported a non-hormonal male contraceptive that is 99% effective in preventing pregnancy. So they tested this out on mice. Mm. Um, and so there was, you know, the mice pack a punch? There was no obvious side effects. And actually, when the, they did this with the mice, it like was it basically once four weeks were up, they were it was working. So okay. it has not been approved by the FDA yet. But get this. A number of men have already volunteered to participate in this study. Seems like a them. risky study. Like, I how totally. do you volunteer to test its efficacy? But if it doesn't work, you have a kid coming I, right but like, so maybe it's work? maybe it's men that don't mind if they get pregnant with uh, who are they testing with well, maybe they're married or whatever and i'm sure this they have to pay them well like it has to come down to money at this point yeah. if you're gonna right. volunteer yourself for this stu- type of study so would you huh. take this pill right so, if approved by the I, fda i i'm just gonna say i think it's great to have more options for everybody men right i mean yeah. you've got plenty of options we should have more options i think that's great i think that everybody should not expect the female to take responsibility or have to take the pill or whatever it is right that we should share that 
The only thing that makes me nervous is the mice component. <laughs> like, if it's only been tested on mice, <laughs> I'm not quite sure how comfortable I'm going to feel. It, this is a big deal, though. Like, they've been trying to make this pill since, like, the 70s. So the fact that they've already gotten this far with mice well, what alone. Changed? Well, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But the, the what's going to change is that it's now going to be tested on humans. Like, this is major. This is a huge jump. The leap jump. from mice to humans feels It's a big scary. leap. What's it the next like leap? A leap. <laughs> it just seems like a leap, I think. I think I get I'm thinking it. what you're thinking. Not for me. I'm like, I don't want to be in part of that study. But I just think that it's nice that now, if this, I mean, we're still years away from this. Even when they do the, the studies, we're like, maybe at the end of this decade, we're going to see this. Like, but it's don't still you think consistent. the mice families get together and the mice that have kids now, or they're like, hey, I can't believe we participated in that study. And look what happened, this craziness, the mice people. <laughs> they're probably, you know. You know I think it, look, I, it, look. If it were proven and it works, then sure. I just it's like the the first time anything's ever put out and was tested on a mouse, and you're using it for that area. You just like want to make sure that that they've really. Done you their don't research. even want to know about some of the other stuff that I was reading. Where like, I can't even say it. But do you <laughs> know what we were thinking earlier? I know what you were saying earlier, okay. which is why you did not say it. Which is why I was shocked you even said it. Did but it's not, not say as bad place. as what Tanya thought you were thinking. Mm-mm, not as bad. Okay. So we're on yeah. the same page. Crazy girl. All right, good. Crystal, in Chicago, listening to us, another boyfriend call. Mm-hmm. So your boyfriend, what happened? Okay. So, Ryan, um, the other day, they finally got to me. My current boyfriend's ex-wife loves to call him by his full name which, you know, in a relationship when, you know, example, Chris versus Christopher, Mm -hmm. it's kind of romantic when you call him Christopher. Um, Well, his ex-wife likes to call him by his full name and has since we've been dating. And I finally had the nerve to say something to my boyfriend. And I said, hey, why does she call you by your full name? He says, well, just to me off. And I said, well, can I say something? Should I say something? Like that this bothers me. I told him that it bothers that it bothered me and he just kind of brushed it off, but I wanted to know should I say something well, to her? I mean, I think she wants to know she's getting to you. And by saying something, she knows she's accomplished Ooh, what she's trying to accomplish. True. So I don't Bingo. love it. I don't love it. I kind of uh I was having this conversation the other day and it was oh, it was about I think someone Maybe it was about a comment someone left on our social media about how, like, this they're not interested in the show or something. I don't know. Something, it was like a negative comment. Right. And, and someone said, doesn't that bother you? And I'm like, I don't even read. I don't even look at it. Mm-mm. Like, who cares? You yeah. know? So I think when you let right. somebody know they got to you, then they're doing what they're planning. So I yeah. almost don't want you to spend energy on it. That's really good advice. Should I yeah, it is. But should maybe I have my boyfriend say something to her? Well, like, then she knows she's getting no. to you. Yeah. Uh, Why so? does it get to you? Because that was what she called him when they were together, or probably. And and to me, it, it it's like no one else calls him that name, you know. Uh-huh. But and do they, do they have kids? It, it like, why is she still around? Oh, okay. Yeah, the they they have kids mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Man, so. I would just, yeah, I would try to let it go. Just let it go. Okay. Definitely don't say That's, anything. I mean, even if you can't let it go, don't let her know it's getting to you mm-hmm. via him okay. 
or you because she might just go away. This might just dissolve. Yeah. And, and I feel like you're going to feed the fire if she knows it's chipping away. Right. So we got to tense up and be a little strong here, in my opinion. All right. All right. Sounds good. Take good care. I will definitely. You too. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Yeah, Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. I mean, it's just petty of the ex-wife, right? And just you can't so let petty. her know. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. How are you? $500 in spring into summer cash in just a second. And Coachella tickets later this hour. Plus, I'm going to start 50 minutes of non-stop kiss music. That's right. Man. Sissy gets excited because she's going to get an hour. I do because it ble- it bleeds into the ten o'clock hour and it's still commercial free into the ten o'clock hour. So it's and nice. Based on the last couple of shows, you never know who's going to call in a Sissy show. Harry Clearly. Styles, mm-hmm. Meghan Markle. I don't know. <laughs> never. <laughs> Meghan Markle. She might be calling. I'm, right. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to get the email from mm-hmm. Mark saying Meghan Markle's on the line Markle, for Sissy. Snoop Dogg. You never know. Snoop. Dogg. I think you're thinking of Meghan Markle because you think Sissy talked to Harry. Megan's Harry. No. <laughs> I talked to Harry Styles. Is that where you made that jump? No, no, no. I just know who Harry Styles is, and I know who Harry Prince yeah. Harry is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but they're, but I was just thinking, like, British stars or royalty. Uh-huh. You, can't, you can't explain how it works sometimes, Tanya. How the brain works? You can't explain Mm-mm. it. Now, Bryce and Emily are on the line in Marina Del Rey. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning. Good. How are you? Doing well, Emily. Thank you. So you invented, it says here, an L.A. card game that you think is great for our listeners. What is that? Sure. So we created impromptu cards. What it is is basically a game to explore the city you live in. So since we're both in Los Angeles, uh, we started with Los Angeles. It has all different activities from hiking to different tourist attractions, restaurants, Always to get out of your comfort zone and explore the city you live in, whether it be alone or with a friend or in a relationship. So, yeah, it's but, really to build connection and explore the city. And how does the game part work? So, yeah, when you select a card out of this game, you've got 40 cards in the box. You dedicate, block off a couple hours of your time, whether it's a weekend or a weeknight. And you say, okay, I'm dedicating this time. Pull a card out of the box, and you do whatever that card says. Whatever it is, oh. you have to dedicate yourself. So give to us some it. examples. Oh, I love that. So you really, you don't. So cool. It kind of makes decisive movement, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I love it. Spontaneous. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's supposed to strike spontaneity and adventure. So an example of a card would be to hike Point Doom up in Malibu. So once you get that card, you pull it out, and then you go up to Malibu, hike it. And on each card, we also have an insider tip. So for the Point Doom one in Malibu would be like to be sure that you know that they have on-street parking, but also parking lots available. That way we can also give information about the location. So hold on, Bryce and Emily, who invented the L.A. card game. Did you guys experience all these things to come up with the tips? How do you procure your intel? So it, it, it was a funny start. So we met here on a kickball league actually three years ago. Oh, I love kickball. And when Emily moved here, she had this jar of activities that she sourced from friends. And yeah, so basically when I moved to Los Angeles, I moved from Philadelphia. I didn't know anyone. And I just wanted to get out of my own comfort zone and explore the city. I didn't want to have to be like codependent on others to have 
fun. So I made this jar, put a bunch of activities in, and I did them all myself. So once Bryce heard this idea, he loved it. We started to do activities together. And then from there, we were like, we feel like other people would want to do the same. And that's why we created impromptu Uh, cards. This makes me want to go do stuff now. I love it so much. Now, what's an example of a restaurant? Yeah, something less active, less physical. (laughs) Yeah, what's like... Tell me about the food. Yeah, of course. So we have on the west side, we have John and Vinny's um, yeah. to go grab a pizza from John and Vinny's. And then more in the valley area, we have the Sunset Restaurant. Um, in, it's called Castaway in Burbank. It's a great place to go and have dinner with a friend while watching the sunset or a loved one. Yeah, Castaway's is a staple. It's been in the foothills since before I moved here. Yeah, they have a great brunch, yeah. too. Yeah. All right. Well, and the little known secret about John and Vinny's is that their pastries are better than their pizza almost. So. <laughs> no. They have Wait, pastries? Uh, hold on, Bryce and Emily. Are y'all a couple? That's a funny <laughs> question, Ryan. Um, when we met on our kickball team, I thought Bryce liked me. No, but I live with my boyfriend, so shock <laughs> to her. <laughs> because so I no, understand, you guys sound like good time Charlies. You know, like you guys yeah. sound like a lot of fun. Thank you. I mean, if you ever want to do an activity, just let us know. <laughs> I mean, That's Emily, we so have good. your number. Well done. Well, this is, I think it's right. So how many cities will you do? So right now we just lost, we just launched Los Angeles a month ago. We're doing Chicago and New York next. But what we found, especially with the pandemic, so many people have been inside that they want to get outside and do things in their cities. So we've received different city requests from our um, Instagram followers. So we're hoping to just keep doing each city as we go along. All right. And then tell me, Bryce Stanley, how does somebody find this for L.A.? Two ways. You can find us at Impromptu Cards on Instagram or uh, ImpromptuCards.com. Well, I'm very happy to very cool. meet you and hear about this. This is fun. It makes me want to quit yeah. working and just go do all these activities. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We really appreciate you having us on and speaking to us about it. Uh, we're really pleasure. excited about it. Well, you guys take care. Bryce Stanley, thanks for calling in from Marina Del Rey. Thank yeah. you. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. I mean, that's fun. It's great if you want to do a staycation. Like, you don't want to go anywhere, but then you can just like, pull a card every day. But, but, but it... like, sometimes I wake up, and it's a beautiful morning in L.A., and I'm struggling. I have so much excitement, and I can't make a decision. Yeah, it's true. Like, so many things I want to do, but I can't decide what it is. That game just solves that problem. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Sit for us here, Kiss FM. Tomorrow, Mimi Webb joins us, blowing up with her song, House on Fire. She's after seven. Also, free gas. And coming up, 10 o'clock, digs for our Wango Tango 2022. Go on sale, 10 a.m. Right here to Kiss Club VIPs. Sean Mendez, the Chainsmokers. Tickets at kissfm.com, 10 a.m. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.